This is the Tan Talk Radio Network. Welcome to the Employment Opportunity Hour. Your host, Gene Hodge, is a training consultant author, motivational speaker, and owner of HodgePodge Training, the workforce-optimizing training company. With HodgePodge Training, Gene uses a revolutionary training program process that packages each individual's unique hodgepodge of skills, abilities, experience, and passion together with computer technology to satisfy individual job compatibility and employer productivity needs. With Gene's process, thousands of individuals have gained enjoyable employment at competitive wages. For more information, call 1-888-293-4802 or send an email to the opportunity hour at gmail.com. Studio lines are open at 1 866 826 1340. And now, here's your host, Gene Hodge. Make the old people Good evening. Welcome to the Employment Opportunity Hour, the place where we try to help all of you out there that are looking for employment that you find employment, but only based on what it is that you enjoy doing. I'm here tonight with my trusty engineer, Mr. Matt. Matt's the guy that makes all the stuff work, pretty much. Matt, how you doing this evening? I'm doing fantastic, Mr. Gene. How about yourself? I am doing just fine and dandy now that I- we're on, on the second half of the show. All right, all right. But anyway, um, tonight we have an exciting show as well, but... but uh, before we get into that, we have a couple of clips that we're going to play. So you get an idea in terms of what do we mean by employment opportunity? Because it's, it, but it's very important that you know how to create your own opportunities. Anyway, so we got a couple of clips that we're going to play for you. And so, Matt, if you got them, let them go. Purpose of the show is to help job seekers find enjoyable employment instead of a job by hearing tips that are non-traditional approaches that you didn't learn in school. But also to help you entrepreneurs that are out there who have businesses, you got products, ideas, is to help you to improve this economy by putting you into action as well. We can help you there. So that's what we're here for. If you choose to call the show, you're more than welcome to call the show. Uh, the number is 727-441-3000. However, if you're unemployed or you're looking for a job, I will give you 30 seconds. You're more than welcome to call the show. Tell us who you are, what you do, and what you're looking for so we can help you. If you are an entrepreneur or a a type of company that's looking to add people on, your network marketing company or internet marketing company, you're looking to add good people to your team, you're welcome to call the show as well. The number is 727-441-3000. I will give you the same 30 seconds. Tell us who you are, what you're looking for and your contact information so we can help you get what you need and improve this economy as well. You are welcome to watch me do the show and simply by going out to our Tantalk radio network which is Tantalk1340.com you can find that, find Opportunity Hour and you'll find me. But I suggest that you watch me to do the show because this show is all about finding enjoyable employment instead of a job. And the reason I say that is because I want you to see me. Because you have counselors, career coaches, HR individuals, and many others that are telling our most experienced workers that help make this country not to put stuff on your resume because it's going to date your age. 
as if we're not going to see you when you show up. And so I want you to see me to do the show. You just got you here in my background, and I want you to see me. I want you to look at me, my scars, bumps, my color. My hair is beginning to thin out, all that sort of stuff. I want you to look at me because I know we see you coming, we see you going, we see your front side, back side. We see all of you before you get a chance to open up your mouth. But more than that, I want you to get paid for your level of experience. I want you to get paid for those years, but also for you entry-level workers. I want you to know you count. And so I want you to know that we see you. Can't really hide anything. Yes, we do see you. But I, I have a question for you, Dean. We, say, we mm. say this in the Watch Me promo that we play at the beginning of the show for this show and for the Entrepreneur Opportunity Hour. And my question to you is, we want you to see that your hair is thinning. What's caused your hair to thin over the years? Is it just getting up there in years, or is it all the stress from working? Oh, I think what causes it is just how life naturally happens. All right. And so, therefore, there's nothing I can do about it. Right. I mean, I can buy a wig and all that sort of stuff. I mean, I can be, do all those kinds of things. That but would be interesting to see true. Gene Hodge hosting the show with a wig on his head. True. I could do that for fun. Right. But the bottom line is, we see you when you take it off. Very true. And so I'd like to have you think about how many people put on something to pretend to be somebody that they aren't. And when it comes to a workforce, we have tons of individuals that put on something that they aren't. And bottom line is when they go home, they go home and do what they enjoy doing. But they also may take off all that so that they can be themselves. But I want you to know that we see all of you anyway. So it's important for you to know that whatever you got, we see. And the only one who cannot see it is you. The world can see you. You can't. Anyway, so, so I'd like to have you just think about that. Because most people have never thought about that. Is to understand that you can't see yourself at all. You can only see part of you in a mirror, but you can't see all of you. Everyone else in the world can see you, and that's the purpose why I want you to find enjoyable employment just being you because all the things you like doing, you've been doing anyway. Why not see if you can discover how to find employment doing that and grow into other levels of jobs doing what you do anyway because... If you're using all of you, then then we're going to pay you for using all of you because we see all of you. I mean, so I like to have you make that be that clear. Hopefully, that's 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 clear for Mr. Matt because uh, I want you all to know that the world sees you. All we want to know is what do you have? What do you want to do? What do you have for us? What are you trying to do for a customer? But all that's got to come out of your mouth. And without that, then it's important that what comes out of your mouth backs up what we see. And so, anyways, I'd like to have you think about that because a lot of people make that mistake. And so it shows up in, in the workplace. That's why we talk about the Employment Opportunity Hour because as a workforce, our workforce is not that productive. The employers are spending tons of money 
okay, they're actually spending billions of dollars trying to motivate their current employees, of which, which is where you go to work. Just trying to spend all kind of money trying to get you to do more. So my theory or thought behind that is that everyone does what they enjoy doing. It's, it, the difference is I'm trying to get you to recognize what it is that you enjoy because you've been doing it anyway and we've been seeing you. If you found out what we saw in the things that you enjoy, then most likely you wouldn't go look for a job that you don't want to do anyway because nobody is productive when they're doing what they don't want to do. You're always productive doing what you enjoy doing and we can see that. You can't because you're the carrier of those skills and abilities. We can tell you what we see if you are willing to listen to what we see, depending on how many people you get around. But we see what motivates you. You just do what you do. Because the world sees all the things that you're motivated in doing. My only thing is I'm my my role my role in my company is designed to get you to recognize what you like doing and how we can help you do that as far as enjoyable employment whereby you are productive and you grow anyway so that's that's why you heard some of my background and that that's why I've grown doing things I could never imagine doing because the other people have been choosing me anyway so that's that's what I would like to have you begin to think because we are the people who help you grow and go places depending on how much you listen to us not one person but you listen to what most people will tell you about you then that that's what most people see you said once you find out that we're going to tell you the, the things we like about you that you're good at doing all you got to do is learn to listen because you do those things anyway Okay, the bottom line is we all do what we enjoy doing. Okay, we do it to relax. We do it for enjoyment. The difference is there are people out there willing to pay you to do what you enjoy doing. I know that. Anyway, so that, that's why I'm here. So, anyway, but tonight, tonight, tonight's session, we're going to talk about, I'm going to talk to you regarding, regarding putting together your resume. It's in, a, it's in a series. We started one last week on the purpose of a resume. I'm going to show you that after we come back from the break. But I'm also going to tell you, once, once you hear the purpose of a resume, I'm going to go through the content of a resume, which I went through last week. I'm not going to go through that this session, but I'm going to just tell you what we covered. But this week is, is about what not to put out there. I'm going to put it like this. It's words that it's the words that have no meaning in a job search. Look at words you put on your resume that literally have no meaning. Okay, but we'll be right back after we have this break, and I'm going to go over words not to have in your resume now that you know what should be in a resume. We'll be right back.
Employers, this is Gene Hodge of HodgePodge Training. Are you struggling to find ways to increase your low productivity and morale? We train employers on how to improve employee productivity and morale, saving you huge sums of dollars that you're currently spending on training, retraining, grievances, turnover, and lawsuits. If you have this concern, send me an email to theopportunityhour at gmail.com. That's theopportunityhour at gmail.com. And the subject line, put employer. Again, that's T-H-E, opportunityhour at gmail.com. This portion of Employment Opportunity Hour is brought to you by Web Dynamics for You. Need a website? Web Dynamics for You are professional web designers who can handle all of your web services. Check them out at the website www.webdynamics the number four the letter U dot com or call them at one eight six six five three zero two one three five. Again, the website is www.webdynamics the number four the letter U dot com. Mention that you heard of them at the Employment Opportunity Hour and get a 10% discount. If you happen to miss any part of the Employment Opportunity Hour or there's a particular show you may want to hear again, don't forget you can check out all the past Employment Opportunity Hour programs by going to internetradiopros.com slash opportunity hour. All the shows are there. Just click and listen. internetradiopros.com slash opportunity hour. And you can contact Gene via email at the, T-H-E, opportunity hour at gmail.com. So you don't have to miss a minute of the Employment Opportunity Hour ever again. Many of you are working for a living. I'm trying my best to get you to not work for a living. Yeah, but isn't that the point of a job anyways, to be able to work for a living, i.e. keep a roof over your head, food in your fridge, clothes on your back, etc.? I wouldn't say that's the point. I would say we're taught things that other people aren't taught, and so we want to go get a job because most likely somebody tells you to get a job. They just didn't tell you where to go to get one. And so you went anywhere... And you got a job, which in our methodology here, mean job means just over broke. And so many people have a job because somebody told you to go get a job. But they didn't tell you to go get what you enjoy. And you can't know what you enjoy until we tell you how we see you using your enjoyment. Because you use it anyway. But anyway, so a week ago... I'm not if you can see this, but it's a book. It's a book of which I'm the author. I know you can't really see it, but it's called The Purpose of a Resume. And so, so many people are taught to do resumes, but very few people understand what's it for. Anyway, so my definition is a little different than what people are taught. Because it's not designed to get you a job. I'm not sure if you can see it. But, but it's not designed to get a job. <laughs> Anyway, so I don't want any of you to get a job. That's part of the problem with our workforce. People have jobs. In other words, they're doing things that they don't want to do. But the other flip side of it is I believe that most people, when they go home, they go do what they enjoy doing. Both require the use of skills and abilities. And all I'm suggesting is is imagine a world where you could combine what you enjoy doing 
those skills and abilities are what you know how to do, those skills and abilities, and allow us to tell you where those can be used next, which means growth. It's something you cannot know because you can't see you. Anyway, so anyways, I had this, but we went, we, we went, we went through this, uh, the content of this book. It's in the second revision getting ready to come out. Uh, you can find this book out on Amazon uh, in audio form, and you can find it out on the HodgePodge training web- website, and uh, you can purchase a copy if you like. But there's actually two. One's called The Purpose of a Resume. The other one's called The Purpose of a Cover Letter, which I'll be talking about later on. But tonight, uh, the, since I went through the purpose of a resume, I went through that in another session. I, I'm going to tell you the content that we went through. I'm not going through the content, but I'm going to... But assuming that you went through the content, assuming you, that you have the book, there's some words I'm going to suggest that you do not put on your resume because they don't have any meaning. And so, so I'm going to go through those words. But the first thing I'm going to do is, before we get started, I'm going to give you a formula. And the formula is designed to help you find what I call enjoyable employment. And here it is. The first thing is do a self-assessment of yourself. Write down five to ten things that you know how to do, five to ten things that you enjoy doing, and five to ten things that you would like to do. When you get, when, when you, once you have that list of things that you wrote down, I'm going to say list them down so you can see them, but I'm going to say, see if you can find a way to try to take most of those words and put it into a paragraph or a sentence whereby you could introduce yourself to somebody between 30 and 90 seconds. Look at using a bunch of those words. Anyway, so then when you can present it to someone, then we can hear it. And then the third part of the formula is to understand this thing that's called networking. Networking is based on who knows who that knows who. <laughs> anyway, so I'm saying if you follow this formula, you will indeed find enjoyable employment throughout your lifetime because we'll be identifying things that we think you're ready for, which will be steps for you, offering more growth, so you add on doing more things that you enjoy doing and know how to do. <laughs> anyway, but that's the formula. So, getting back, getting getting. Get, Getting back to the purpose of a resume, this is this is my version. This is the Gene Hodge version in terms of what we teach our people, which isn't like tradition. It's non-traditional, which I think you heard in the commercial that we played when we started the show. But this is what we went through in terms of content that I suggest should be in a resume. You can find them all this. Oh, you can find them in this book. But anyway, the content. I'm just going to go through the titles of the content. Okay, name, address, city, state, zip code should be there. Your phone number, your email address. It should have an objective. You should have a summary, which is what people are going to read when they read through your resume. 
to have your major, to have your work experience that you've had in terms of working. You should identify your job title, job responsibilities, what it is that you did, the company that you work for, and the dates that you work, and the dates that you work for them for. But then you should have your responsibilities. In other words, what were you responsible for doing versus just doing? Okay, then, then when, when, once you have one job, then do it for all of the jobs that you had in some logical progression in terms of what's next, 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 if you've changed jobs or moved from jobs. Related experiences. Related experiences are things that relate to what you want to do. And your education and your hobbies and interests. And then the affiliates that you're familiar with. Anyways, I explain all of those. They're explained in the book in terms of the importance of all of those because this is how you can describe you on a piece of paper. <laughs> so the next thing is what are we going to talk about tonight? You get... Okay, so you got a resume, and all of a sudden you need you start putting in words on your resume, and I got some words I'm going to suggest that you do not use, and I'm also going to tell you why I suggest it. Anyway, so I have I think it's nine of I think it's nine words I would say have no meaning in a job search. They have no meaning on a piece of paper either. Okay, so the. These I'm going to start with these. We're going to have to take a break, but I'm going to I'm, I'm going to go through about five of them. Qualified. Okay, maybe there's no such thing as qualified, so don't tell anybody that you're qualified. Okay, the, qualified doesn't have a meaning. The reason I'm saying that because think of all the jobs that you thought that you were qualified for, and somebody else said you weren't. Yeah. So I like that you think about that, especially if you know people that you didn't think were qualified. Okay, so if you can relate to that experience of thinking you are qualified, and yet you see the person doing the job that you don't think is qualified, then maybe there's no such thing as being qualified. Okay, so you don't need to tell anybody. Now, when we tell you you're qualified, you are. You telling us you're qualified is useless because if we're not buying it, then we're not buying it. The next word is qualifications. Okay, people are taught qualifications, two-year degree, high school diploma, all that sort of stuff, 3-0, 5-0. People put that stuff in their resume. But there's no such thing as maybe, maybe, maybe saying you have the qualifications doesn't work either. And the reason being is because you know people who possibly have had the job that you wanted and you know they don't have the qualifications. Okay, so maybe there's no such thing as qualifications, so there's no reason telling somebody you have the qualifications. Yeah. Qualifications don't mean you can perform. It just means you have qualifications that somebody else put together. What you want to know is when the other people say you have the qualifications, you do. You saying them is almost useless. Anyway. That's what our approach. Your credentials, your certifications, your degrees. It's nice to have them because they look nice on a piece of paper, but 
what your credentials have nothing to do with your performance. Okay, so I'm suggesting don't use words like that because they have no meaning. Nice to have, but not. The other word is something called skills. I'm going to suggest to you that none of you have skills. And the reason being is because you taught a word, skill, but what is a skill? And how well of a skill is it? And since you can't see you, I'm going to suggest you let us tell you the skills and abilities we think you have. Now, now I am going to tell you what word to use, but we're going to take a break right quick. Because the magic word that will to cover all these, I'll be bringing up. Anyway, but stay tuned. We'll be right back with words not to use on a resume during your job search. Job Seekers, this is Gene Hodge of HodgePodge Training. Would you like to have a job that you enjoy or do you want to settle for something that you don't want to do? We train job seekers to find enjoyable and compatible jobs so that you're motivated and enjoy doing and, in most cases, being paid competitive salaries. If you are, send me an email to theopportunityhour at gmail.com. That's theopportunityhour at gmail.com. T-H-E, opportunityhour at gmail.com. In the subject line, put Job Seeker. And I will get back to you and hopefully to help you find something that you enjoy. Purpose of the show is to help job seekers find enjoyable employment instead of a job by hearing tips that are non-traditional approaches that you didn't learn in school. But also to help you entrepreneurs that are out there who have businesses, you got products, ideas, is to help you to improve this economy by putting you into action as well. We can help you there. So that's what we're here for. If you choose to call the show, you're more than welcome to call the show. Uh, the number is 727-441-3000. However, if you're unemployed or you're looking for a job, I will give you 30 seconds. You're more than welcome to call the show. Tell us who you are, what you do, and what you're looking for so we can help you. If you are an entrepreneur or a, a type of company that's looking to add people on, your network marketing company or internet marketing company, you're looking to add good people to your team, you're welcome to call the show as well. The number is 727-441-3000. I will give you the same 30 seconds. Tell us who you are, what you're looking for, and your contact information so we can help you get what you need and improve this economy as well. If you happen to miss any part of the Employment Opportunity Hour or there's a particular show you may want to hear again, don't forget you can check out all the past Employment Opportunity Hour programs by going to internetradiopros.com slash opportunity hour. All the shows are there. Just click and listen. Internetradiopros.com slash opportunity hour. And you can contact Gene via email at the, T-H-E, opportunity hour at gmail.com. So you don't have to miss a minute of the Employment Opportunity Hour ever again. Live in America, where they say you can be who you want to be, do what you want to do, and I'm hoping that that comes through the way we act as humans. And but I'm only going to focus on 
unenjoyable employment, whereby, whereby you can indeed do what it is that you enjoy doing if you know how to do it. Anyways, I'm going through words that I'm suggesting that you do not put in your resume because they have no meaning. And so, so I'd like to have you just think about that because you just got to hear, I'm giving you non-traditional tips. Give me a different way to look at it. Anyway, so I've gone through words like qualified, qualifications, having the various credentials. I'm suggesting that you don't use those words in your resume. And But there's a word that I think that you should use, which will change all of everything else, which I'm going to get to. I mentioned the word skill. Don't tell anybody that you have skills on a piece of paper or a good skill. We can't see a skill on a piece of paper. And so, so, so you can say you have skills all you want, but I have a definition for skill. It's now in the dictionary. But, but a skill is something that the definition is a skill is something that must be performed, and everyone else will be the evaluator. Patima, I'd like to have you just think about that to see whether that might make sense. It must be something performed whereby we watch you and we evaluate what's what level of skill we think it is. Because the worst thing you can do is tell somebody you got good skills and they're, they're sitting across from you saying, I don't think so. Okay, you want to hear what we say. Okay, so you don't want to put words like that on a piece of paper because that's all the resume is. It's a piece of paper with some information on it. Okay, don't use words like talented. We can't see how talented you, you are on a piece of paper. Okay, we see how talented you are when we see you perform. Anyway, so uh, let's see. Another word, like I see a lot of resumes. Is this on it? Doris says, I'm a quick learner. How can you be a quick learner when we haven't seen you? Because some people say, I'm an expert. How can you be an expert and we haven't seen you? All you've got to do is ask one question that we can't answer and your credibility is destroyed. Because I don't put any of that on the piece of paper. Uh, attitude. Don't tell anybody you got a good attitude. I know tons of people who think they got a good attitude, and everyone else is saying, I don't think so. You know when you got a good attitude, and we tell you you got a good attitude. Okay, you telling us, again, it falls into that category of being useless. Career change. Don't put on a piece of paper that you want a career change. Okay? In, in reality, don't tell people that you want a career change or taking a career change. A lot of people think that taking a course or something is a career change. I'm going to suggest to you that's not a change at all. A career change is when you grow in your life because all of your life is your career. Okay, it's not a topic that you learn in school or a title, a trade or something that you that you make. A career is using all of your skills and abilities throughout your lifetime, whereby you're able to look back at it and see how you got from point A to point B. Okay, to C. Don't tell anybody you're professional on a piece of paper. We can't see profession on a piece of paper, okay? And the last word is employer. 
I'm going to suggest that 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 you can say that you're an employer, but I'm going to suggest to you that there's no such thing as an employer. The bottom line, it's always a human. Look at nowadays we're going into AI, and so some people might say, "Well, that's telling us." The bottom line is humans are the employers of other people. It's not the name of the company you work for. It's the humans who hired you to work for that company. So it's very important to know who the employer is and who it isn't. Now, there's one word I haven't mentioned that covers all of this. Okay? And that word is experience. If you wrote your resume whereby you talked about the experiences you've had, then we can equate that what what we think is an experience. We, we, we can put a level on that, which is something you cannot do. Yeah, but my but, question is, if you're a first-time job seeker, how are you going to be able to get experiences if you don't have anything listed on your resume if you're looking for a job for the first time? Oh, because your understanding of a job is in left field. This is where the problem is with our workforce. I'm just saying, but like for somebody mm-hmm. like fresh out of high school, yep. who's never mm-hmm. held a job before in their entire lives, mm-hmm. and they're looking for a job, mm-hmm. not having one on a resume, does that like hurt their chances of getting hired somewhere or something? Well, at least at least in your experiences, anyway. It 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 doesn't hurt anything. It's important to understand where the non-traditional knowledge comes in. Because the reason I say non-traditional because we're taught things. Okay, our system teaches us words and language and meaning. Okay, so we're taught to go get a job. Okay, we're not taught that maybe our parents had us doing stuff around the house at two or three or four years old, okay, five or six. But when you can get to the point of remembering what other people used to tell you they saw you capable of doing, then you know that they're able to see what you can do. You can't see yourself. Yeah, but how how is okay. doing how is doing yeah. chores as a kid going to help me try to get like a finance job or or? Because you were taught words. Okay. Okay, humans function. Okay, so when you know how you're functioning, since you can't see you, when the other people tell you what you're good at doing, you are. You telling somebody what you're good at is almost useless because if you can't live up to the level that you pretended to be, that's where the problem is. Okay, so you're taught words. Okay, you mean, so, so the, the magic word that I said that that if your language was you have experience doing these things, then we can equate what level of experience we think that is. Now, the bottom line is you can do that to a five-year-old right now if, you've, if you're around children. You can actually look at things that they just like doing and you think of things they could be doing in their future that they can't even imagine, but you can imagine them doing that based on what you see them doing. Okay, so you're watching them perform. Okay, it's not a credential, it's nothing written or anything. You're watching them perform. You've been performing all of your life too. And we've been looking at you and probably telling you some things we see you capable of, 
but that's not in your school system, and so you go do some things that you think that you can do, but it doesn't sell, it doesn't work. I mean, but that, 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 that's what I'm introducing, getting you to recognize what do you have that we see because you can't see you. Yeah, but again, how is that going to be able to help somebody like me get a job if I decide to, say, leave here and go look somewhere else? Well, once you understand what you're carrying, which until you understand that, then you'll be going to look for a job without, without us. No, but my, my point is, I'm like, mm-hmm. writing stuff on a resume, how is that going to make my resume stand out compared to, say, Joe Schmo down the street who's applying for the same job? Right. Okay, so listen to your language, and I'm not just saying you. This, this is just for people in general. Right, 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 because a lot of people say stuff like this, competing against somebody else. There's only one you on this planet. That's number one. Number two is your resume isn't going to stand out because that's you're taught this language. What's going to make you stand out, which, which by somebody's got to choose you anyway? The difference is if you can't perform what we thought that you could do, then you aren't performing anymore. Well, it's, not, it's not even so much that. My, qu- my question is, yeah. how is that going to at least get me to, to lead into getting an interview? Like, that's the biggest thing I'm worried about is applying for a job mm-hmm. and then getting ghosted Great. for every job I've Great. applied to. Right but, right, but here's the bottom line. You've been being interviewed all of your life. Instead of applying for something that we don't think you're ready for. That's the problem. Is that we apply for things because that's what we're taught to do. Okay, so using words that I'm going through, don't don't put any of that those words on a piece of paper. Because you can't see any of those until you perform. And we've been watching you perform all of your life. Now, so so at the start of the show, I give out a formula to finding enjoyable employment. And that formula involves telling the other people what you do so we can think of things you can do. Okay, because you can't see that. The problem is you choosing what you think you can do that doesn't meet our expectations. It's not just you. We have a workforce like that. Well, yeah, but then again, sometimes maybe the expectations that people put out there for what they're looking for an employee could be completely unrealistic. There's also that that side of the coin too. Right, so you got two problems. You got the people who use these words and put it out there for the people who've been taught to apply for work using these words. And the only thing that's missing that's not out there is the word experience. And they and and the other part of it is this word is called performance. You can't see performance on a piece of paper. You can see performance because you've been performing all of your life. Once you recognize that, then, you, then you'll know how to, to use what we think is sellable instead of you thinking it's something that we're not buying. That's the problem with our workforce. We're taught these words that don't really have any meaning because the performance doesn't, doesn't produce that. Anyway, so... But this is where we are with people. People have been taught those things. Go look for a job, qualifying, because you because you met some stuff that's written down. And anyway, so so that's that's where the problem is. I'll tell you more about that after we come back for a break. But that's where the problem is, and it's, it's not anyone's fault until we're taught something else. That's why I have this show. 
It's called the Employment Opportunity Hour, not a job show. Okay, but stay tuned. We're going to take a short break. We'll be right back so I can share a little bit more about understanding these things. Job seekers, are you unemployed and ready to go back to work? Did you know that now you can get Gene's books revealing a different way to find enjoyable employment? Each book shows you how to develop a resume and cover letter using your life experiences. You will receive step-by-step instruction on the content, its rationale, and its importance for each book. His books are available in soft copy and digital formats on Amazon.com and HodgePodgeTraining.com. Eugene Hodge, an employment training consultant, has helped thousands of job seekers to find enjoyable employment at competitive wages using an innovative process by matching your needs with employer needs. The books are Resume, What's Its Purpose? and Cover Letter, What's Its Purpose? To get Gene's books, go to Amazon.com, type Eugene Hodge in the search box, look for his books, choose a book, or go to HodgePodgeTraining.com, choose Shop tab, choose books in a single or bundled format. Coming soon, books in Spanish, Creole, and and French format, all at hodgepodgetraining.com. Purpose of the show is to help job seekers find enjoyable employment instead of a job by hearing tips that are non-traditional approaches that you didn't learn in school. But also to help you entrepreneurs that are out there who have businesses, you got products, ideas, is to help you to improve this economy by putting you into action as well. We can help you there. So that's what we're here for. If you choose to call the show, you're more than welcome to call the show. Uh, The number is 727-441-3000. However, if you're unemployed or you're looking for a job, I will give you 30 seconds. You're more than welcome to call the show. Tell us who you are, what you do, and what you're looking for so we can help you. If you are an entrepreneur or a, a type of company that's looking to add people on, your network marketing company or internet marketing company, you're looking to add good people to your team, you're welcome to call the show as well. The number is 727-441-3000. I will give you the same 30 seconds. Tell us who you are, what you're looking for, and your contact information so we can help you get what you need and improve this economy as well. If you happen to miss any part of the Employment Opportunity Hour, or there's a particular show you may want to hear again, don't forget you can check out all the past Employment Opportunity Hour programs by going to internetradiopros.com slash opportunity hour. All the shows are there, just click and listen, internetradiopros.com slash opportunity hour. And you can contact Gene via email at the, T-H-E, opportunity hour at gmail.com. So you don't have to miss a minute of the Employment Opportunity Hour ever again. I don't know how I know, but I'm gonna find my purpose. I don't know where I'm gonna look, but I'm gonna find my purpose. Look here to find that purpose, because I know you got one. It's based on all the things you find yourself doing that you like doing and enjoy doing, there's a purpose behind all of that. That's the reason I call this show the Employment Opportunity Hour, not the Job Opportunity Hour, because I don't want any of you to get jobs. I want you to get what it is that you do. And so so that's, that's, that's the reason for the show. And before we took a break, 
um, my producer was asking, talking about applying for jobs and and sending out resumes, all those types of things, and that's what is done. That's what's done traditionally. This is what people do. And there was another clip that we just played. It says the purpose of the show is to help is to match your needs with employer needs, which is totally different than matching employer needs with you. It's matching what you need because the things you like doing, you have been doing, and we know where that fits. You don't know. And the reason you don't know is because you can't see you. Anyway, so that's that's the reason this is called the Employment Opportunity Hour. And I'm going through words that people put on resumes, I'm saying that literally have no meaning because we've been taught these things. And so I'm introducing a different way which doesn't use any of these things. And so, so it's very important to recognize the word you use of which there's nothing, it's not wrong because we've been taught that. The difference is, is that there's one word that we that I mentioned that all you've got to do is use this word. Okay, and this word will allow you to get what you want of which you may not even know what you want because we're the ones that can see you, but we know what's next. So, I mean, that word is called experience. If you develop your resume whereby you explain the experiences you had and what did you do, then that's going to equate to a certain experience level, a certain skill level, a certain level of responsibility that we think we know what's next. Okay, the word experience is it's what you need in your resume. You have experience. The difference is, and the reason for it is because experience is something you've actually done. Okay, that, that's the first thing. You've actually done it. It's factual because you did it for somebody else. Okay, so when you can say what your responsibilities were at, at, at one job, based on how well you define what you did, that's going to let the listener know how well did you know how to do your job. Because if you don't know how to do your job, you can't do it well. Okay, it doesn't matter how many jobs you go to. Anyway, so the result of that is that you have people, we have a whole population jumping from job to job because this is what people are choosing to do, trying to find happiness. When I believe they go home and they go do what they enjoy. Why not use those same skills and abilities? But getting back to the word experience, it's just actual, it's factual, it's credible because somebody paid you to do it. And so when you can write a paragraph about what did you do in a job, that lets the reader know what you know how to do. And but also the level, which you, which you don't know. This is something we can equate that to a level, which now is a promotion or a different type of job. And then the last part of using that word experience, it's been demonstrated. All of the things that you do, you've been demonstrating for others. 
okay, so we see how well you do your job or how well you don't do it because it's all being demonstrated. So, the word experience is what should be in your resume. The other words really don't have any meaning. Your experience does when you can explain to others what it is that you did for someone. Because you actually did it, it's factual, it's credible, and you've demonstrated it, So, which, which means you know how to go do it again. The difference is, is that someone knowing what you're carrying opens the door for what else can we add on to what's already there, which is something that you cannot do, I cannot do it, because I can't see me, so I know others can see what I'm capable of, and they can see what you're capable of. Anyway, so the problem is, is that no one taught us how to understand what we see in others, how others are looking at us, seeing what we see. Anyway, so getting back, getting back, getting back to your statement, Matt, that you had mentioned applying for jobs. This is what everybody does, and this is why most people just go from job to job around a similar salary because they're choosing to do what they think they can do. And the bottom line is the rest of the world can see what we see you capable of doing. Yeah, but my, my frustration mm-hmm. with the comments I made earlier was it's I've yeah. applied to jobs that I want to do, mm-hmm. and I've never gotten a callback, nothing. That's why I said what I said before. That's just general frustration of applying for jobs that I feel that either I've wanted badly enough and that I was qualified for. Well, I just I mentioned never, there's no such thing as qualified. Or that I felt I was yeah. the right man for the job, however you want to phrase it. What's well, qualified. Yeah. Right. No such thing. Yeah, there is. You'd have, but, you'd have to have a certain set of skills to be able to do a job. Don't uh, you think? I just, no, because I just mentioned don't use the word skills. I just... I just said, uh, I can ask you what a skill is, and you can tell me, but I can tell you what I think a skill is, and you might think about it, and you say that makes a little bit more sense. Yeah, I have a set of skills of being able to run the controls here on the other side of the glass. This is a skill that I have. That's not a skill. Then what what would you define it? I would say you know how to run the board, but how, how much is it worth? How valuable is it? Which is something you can't tell us. Actually, actually. But it's something we can tell you. Well, no, I can tell you how much it's worth. It's worth what I get paid an hour to do this. Right. Right, but your your pay has nothing to do with what you're capable of doing. Because your pay is what you accept. But And it's below, and it's below what it should be in some regards. I'm not saying for this job. I'm just saying in general. Mm-hmm. But think about it. If nobody taught you how to get a job, then you got a job the way most of our population gets jobs. Which is what? A lot of luck involved? Well, I wouldn't even call it luck. It's more frustration than anything else. Because your performance is what we're paying you for, of which we're not, we're not getting our money's worth. I'm not talking about you. but No, I know that. But as a population, because... What you were taught in terms of getting jobs doesn't produce the result for you or the workforce. It doesn't produce the result for your employer. Okay, so if it's not producing that result, then we can't give you raises and promotions. So, so, so 
this is where I'm I'm introducing things that you must think about because the only thing you know is what you've been taught until you learn something different. Yeah, and what I've been taught is I'd like to be able to make a livable wage off working, not just in not just doing what I do uh, here, but in general. I'd like to be able to make enough money doing something. I'm going to put it to, like this then. Okay. And again, it's just the way I see it. Come I'm not to one of my to classes or read one of my books. Then you'll know the difference. <laughs> I, I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I'm not speaking for the general population. I'm speaking for myself here. Is that, and I'm sure some of the population will agree with me in some way, shape, or form, is that when I go looking for work, whether it's what I'm doing here, what I'm doing in my other job, whatever the case may be, I want to be able to make enough money to be able to keep a roof over my head, clothes on, clothes on my back, food in my fridge, mm-hmm. everything working in my house the way it's supposed to, just like the bare necessities, and have a little extra money left over from that to be able to go out and take a, you know, go to the movies mm-hmm. occasionally, take a vacation once in a while. Okay. And, now we we just we just played a clip. Yeah. It's called "How to Find My Purpose." I'm going to find my purpose. <laughs> Which is the same thing I say to all the things you like doing, enjoy doing, you have been doing. There's a purpose behind that, which, is, which isn't something you can choose. It's something we can choose and say you're ready for this or you're ready for that next. The problem is we choose based on what we were told. But anyway, I hear the music, which means our time is up, which means we have to discuss this at a later time. But this. Song is by Frank Sinatra, My Way. And I say this show after show, all the things you like doing, enjoy doing, you literally have been doing it your way. All I'm trying to get you to do is to recognize what we see and how we see how you can use what you do differently and grow more, adding more on to who you are as a person because you can indeed do it your way because you have been doing it your way. Once you recognize what we see. Anyway.